Hello, everybody. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in. This is season two, episode seven. Right? You got it. All right. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, I don't even have to advise him at a time. Curry, Josh Bond, Jeff Collins, and Trevor Lindy. Um, so we were getting. I know we had a couple of clients um, call you specifically, Trevor. Yeah. Well, because of the new the new announcement with the government uh, yeah. budget. Right, so, and the CMHC incentive. Right, so this, there's a CMHC incentive. So get everyone on the same page yeah. in layman's terms about the budget. Go. Okay, so we'll skip the budget part of the conversation. Right. Just because, you know I mean? well, it, because all of a sudden people are asking about this, um, 10%. this this new CMHC incentive program where the government is, CMHC is going to give you 5% uh, on resale homes, 10% on a new construction home. Right. The reality is that program doesn't come into effect until fall of 2019. And it's only on the first 650,000, right? It's only a, it's well, no, like, there's some restrictions to it. Yeah. So based on uh, maximum income of 120,000 a Correct. year, household, yeah. Uh, yeah, household income, eh, can't own another piece of real estate, all that fun sort of stuff. But what what leads to this episode and, and to talk about it in more detail is the Niagara region has the Niagara Regional Housing Assistance Program, which has been in place for a number of years and now. And many other regions do have... Absolutely. Absolutely, they do. Place, it's so. a great yeah. system. If but you're listening outside of the Niagara region, I'm just saying... You can take a look take and a look. see if there's something available you're there for sure, right? the Niagara region because mm. you're wasting your money anywhere else. Well, <laughs> one person's Plus opinion, Vancouver, right? right. Yeah. I'm proud so, of my, my area. Apparently you're not there, Trevor. No, I didn't Trevor say Lane. that, but there's <laughs> reasons people live in other areas. So anyways, Niagara Regional Housing Assistance like Program is designed <laughs> to help homeowners. It's available right now. Uh, it's designed to help homeowners buy a home and get their down payment towards um uh, towards purchasing that property, first-time home buyer. The requirements with the Niagara Regional Housing Assistance Program is much different than what the new CMHC program is, but I can talk intelligently to the Niagara Regional Housing Assistance Program because it is currently available. Mm -hmm. The maximum income that you can earn per annum is uh, just over 80000 I believe it's $80,300. Household? Um, household <laughs> income. Uh, net worth. They do have a net worth requirement as well. So your total amount of of your assets that you have cannot exceed 30,000. So leased vehicle, it doesn't count. If you own a vehicle, then that is going to go into your asset mix. Uh, depending on which institution you deal with, we're going to look at if you owe 15 grand, the car's worth 15 grand. They basically wash each other out. Um, can't own another piece of real estate. Uh, be mindful that they're going to register a second mortgage uh, on the property for 20 years. You don't have to pay it back as long as you reside in the property for that period of time. Uh, you can elect to pay it back. And uh, if you sell it, basically if you sell it, you, if you sell it. So here, here, triggers, good, good right? point to to. Uh, um, to touch on this, if you buy a property for two hundred thousand dollars, mm -hmm. they're going to give you ten grand, five percent. If you hold on to that property for say ten years, and now the property is worth three hundred thousand dollars, you are now responsible to pay back the region fifteen thousand, five percent of the appreciated value mm -hmm. because it's within that twenty-year time period. Now, something that came to my attention today, April 23rd, 2019. Before you go there. Yeah, Chuck, sorry, go ahead. But I think it can be assumed too by the purchaser, can it not? If the purchaser qualifies? There is nothing in the program, and I would probably advise somebody their best bet is to ask the region for that, okay. uh, ask that question okay. to them. Um, the reason I bring that up is because 
Uh, just found out this morning, got a client that's looking at taking advantage of the Niagara Regional Housing Assistance Program. We got a client. We, yeah, Jeff and I have a client, and Josh, they'll be coming to yeah. you soon as Everybody well. Um, <laughs> we'll get well, no, he, he's got to have the insurance conversation <laughs> as well, so we'll, we'll have Brandon part of that. But anyways, uh, what the region has now decided to do is the region is now doing a 30-day time period. So you submit your application. They're not even going to look at it for 30 days. They're just, it's a, nice. it's a grace period. It's a waiting period. They will not accept you to the program if you already have an accepted offer. So it's almost cart before the horse, horse before the cart situation because institutions don't really want to give you a mortgage approval until you have an approval from the region, but the region also didn't previously want to give you an approval uh, until you had a property so it's so here's a great program that nobody can use well we've got a situation right now yeah we have a firm deal yeah what if somebody it's got to be conditional on financing so but and and this that's where i don't get it so 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 essentially in layman's terms someone has to basically which we know people don't have the foresight but they have to have the foresight and go hey in the next three months i'm going to be looking for a home i'm going to go and apply to the niagara regional assistance program yeah they're going to, I got to wait 30 days, then quote unquote, get approved. Yeah. Then take that. They're going to get a conditional approval letter. Right. right. Then take that to the bank. Then yep. get or to me. Then order you and then get pre-approved for a mortgage. But here's the best part. Banks and credit unions will not pre-approve you on a down payment assistance program because it is an exception hmm. that they've got to look at the total picture. That's the crazy part. Because the down payment is supposed to be coming so, like, from your own resources, prime example, right? not knocking, I, I'm not knocking an institution when I say this, the client that we have financed their mortgage through Scotiabank. Scotiabank will not, it, it's not in my underwriter's power to approve the mortgage for the down payment assistance program. She has to send it to risk. Risk needs to look at the total borrower situation to determine whether or not they are okay using the down payment assistance program. They don't do that on a pre-approval. So you've got a client going in blind in it 100% of the time now based on this new rule that the region has. I don't, maybe they've got more money, uh, more people applying for it that, uh, you know, that they're ruling out that don't need it. I don't know. I don't so know what the decision. that's interesting. The way you're saying it works out is you're going to have to get that, that accepted by the Niagara Regional. Um, you have to grant. do that ahead of time Do that now. first. Then you can't even get pre-approved by an institution. You have to go to a broker. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying even if they come to me, there's a high likelihood that we're not going to get them. We have to... So this is a complete crapshoot. So I... You might just get lucky and say, yeah, we're going to be able to do this. For all intents and purposes, I have to lie to the institution, which, you know, and say that the down payment's coming on resources or down payment's coming gifted. Which you can't do. The problem is a down payment assistance program changes the risk on a file. So sure, they're trying because to, you're, you're higher risk. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if it's gifted funds even, like gifted funds is, is a higher risk than own resources because you've taken the time to save the money. Gifted funds, at least it's your family that's coming and saying, hey, you know Bailing what? I'm going to support Jeff as an example in this purchase. I'm going to gift him the money to do it. When it's down payment assistance program, nobody, there's no support. You literally have zero skin in the game as the borrower. So why... But isn't that what it's designed for? For people who don't have family that can support each other to get that Which one is, person who's trying to pull themselves and that's up to the next level? For sure, right? And that's okay. 
that that absolutely like currently is. very difficult by the but, sounds but, of but it. Yeah, there's like a bonus if it works it works if it doesn't so well i can't really sell that on people because it's like a, a small chance that it happens it's weird yeah it, there could be well you absolutely, would you right? would say if you're looking now get your backside out and apply yeah. now yeah right well, uh, sorry to just to because they won't even look at you if you have a signed purchase and sale agreement prior to the date even of if their it's conditional approval, doesn't matter now. That's according to the email that I just read this morning. Wow. That sounds ludicrous. I just, I, I don't understand it, right? I, I have had a number of realtors after the CMHC or after the government budget announcement come to me and say, hey, what's going on? Like, this is, this is a great program. Why haven't I heard about it before? Specifically, the Niagara Regional Assistance Program. Because banks and credit unions don't want to lend on it because it's not a conventional form of a down payment, higher level of risk. More importantly, a second mortgage registered behind their first. Mm -hmm. Most institutions are registering collateral mortgages now. They don't want a second registered. Do you think they're making it more difficult because they're trying to cool the first time buyer market because that is the hottest market out there right now? Because if that was that easy to get. Like the prices for a $250,000 house, which is hard enough to find, is going to go through the roof even well, more. So, well, a lot of it goes loan well, to I mean, value, right? At, and I mean, at the end of the day, your loan to value is really high. It's 100%. Well, think, well, think yes. about it, though. Think about it for a second. I mean, it, it's $80,300 of household income. I mean, the maximum you, purchase price you're going to be at is three thirty nine. Correct. So based look, on when current look, qualifying, right? When you Sorry look at off. when you look at three hundred and thirty nine thousand as the, as the highest price you can purchase, and the fact that your household income is eighty thousand three hundred, the only people that are qualifying it for the most part are are first time homebuyers. Yeah. Are are your your twenty and thirty year olds because yeah. that's that's just the demographic that's household income of eighty thousand dollars. I mean, and only having assets of 30 grand and less yeah yeah so you're really um slicing up the pie to a very specific demographic mm-hmm. and then to hold them off for 30 days yeah um and then also on top of that we know that so not even being a guarantee after not even being, days, no it's not being a guarantee, guarantee that you're going to get approved because they have certain amount of funds available on an annual basis for this program well, they might have lots left over at the end of this year. They might, yeah. Well, and that's why I question it, right? Did they make this change? And so anybody that's going to fact check me, I'll take a step back. If you go to the Niagara Regional Housing Assistance Program website, it does say the maximum purchase price is 405000 But that was also the case prior to the government stress test being implemented. Oh, so it is now 339 because they didn't technically because they Taking never updated their website. I've gone and I've crunched the numbers based on the $80,300 maximum income, no other liabilities in it, and did the math and played around with the property taxes a little bit. And that's basically where I got the um, the, the 339 Which is from. about a good price for a first-time buyer anyways, right? Yeah. Yes. You shouldn't really go much higher yeah, than that. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah there's nothing, nothing wrong with that that level right mm. so well, the, the only thing is, is there's not very is many getting, there's stock no much it's, stock it's 20 right? to forty thousand. you got to put in all those houses that's the problem yeah. with it right right yeah yeah but i mean it's and now you do the purchase plus on top of that if you are lucky enough to qualify for this yes yes we can do purchase plus on top of that they will uh, so you could buy a home for 300 grand and get a purchase plus improvements up to 40 up, grand up to, worth of rent 40, done, which one of our clients is doing yeah right provided now, provided that. it meets the like it fits within the ratios and all that depending yeah, yeah. but so yeah I, absolutely. I think if you're looking detached anything under 330 needs 
Yeah. Minimum 20,000 worth of work in it. Yeah, for yeah sure. true, Colin. Those ones that are semi-detached, attached, condo, stuff like that. Those are ones that you could find moving ready for it. But realistically, I don't know if we're just becoming that much more needy as a society. But when I moved into my first oh, house. Oh, yeah, crawl before 15, you walk. Yeah, absolutely. Walk before you run. 15 years ago, right? I mean, I, I had stuff that I had to do to that house. Well, and, you know, yeah. this, before, this is a you good take I mean, to put on too because the client we're talking about is someone, you know, that, that the the, all of us are working with. And he wanted to go right to brand new build. He wanted to do a four hundred thousand dollars house. This is what he does what for a living, right? Because he builds houses, so it makes sense for him. But he's also a twenty-three year old guy yep. who's married, and we said that exact conversation to him. Look, be- before you do this, let's you know crawl before you walk. And what the new buyers have to to realize out there is that you can't get everything handed to you right at once, right? You yeah. you can't have that. Quartz countertops, tray ceilings, right off the bat, and all that, you know, and for three hundred thousand, yeah, it just doesn't well, exist out there. That, well, if you're the one building, there's a high likelihood that you can you can do it, get, you can yeah, it yourself. But yeah. I think the key is is you can't but, you can't start off where you can't start off where your parents finished. Yeah, you just, correct. You That's a good way right? to put. It. So you can't. Yeah. So you can't walk in there and go, I want the quartz countertops. I want the porcelain yeah tile this, that tile and that you know backsplash. You, you need that non-dream house to start with it and look at it as getting into the market. Fix it up a little bit if you want to sell yeah, it a year or two. Well, look what I did with my condo, right? Bought. I mean, that's what I bought it 10 years ago. And, and that's what you got condo? into the market with. Hmm? Your condo? I bought it 10 years ago. Yeah. That was my that's first. That's what he got, in, yeah. I got into the market yeah. with. But, yeah, but yeah, well, because that's of that, interesting. I, I 10 years ago, what would you buy it at? <laughs> <laughs> 97,000. 97,000 and you sold at 250 with real estate fees and that you pocketed 100. Oh, I'll clear. Well, you got a little bit of capital gains on it depending on when you moved out. I got a lot of capital gains on that. Yeah. Well, you have to get a CMA of when. Yeah, yeah, oh no, no, you got. And I need this yeah, from yeah, him yeah. as well because yeah. I need to get my taxes done. Yeah, yeah. Good, good I just found there. out because I incorporated last year. You guys gotta go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So no, but yeah, you know, you're exactly right. So I mean, it was good because, but we also used the equity in that condo to help as a down payment for the the house that I'm living in now. So it all, I mean, it, if you do it properly and if you... Well, I think the biggest thing to take away from real estate is like, if you look at the historic numbers or listing price of it, every five years, you have a significant jump up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look at 10 years from when you purchase, I don't care what you purchase, well, you're going up Well, think about it this way. When we, according to the Canadian Institute of Financial Planning, when we do a financial plan, I mean, regardless, we usually peg real estate to be growing at anywhere from two to 3% is mm-hmm. what we peg every year. So if, because we, we understand there's peaks and valleys in the real estate market, but when we forecast any real estate assets, that's what, we've, that's what we say right off the, in, the, you know, in, in the appendix. Hey, we're gonna have all of your assets grow between two and 3%. So even if you take the low end of 2%. I think that, that is a low end too. Actually. But no, but yeah. b- because we were conservative, yeah. that's what we're yeah, supposed yeah, yeah, to yeah, do, yeah. right? Yeah. Worst case like scenario. Like no one would have, living in Niagara my entire life, I never would have thought that uh, real estate prices would have jumped 30% in one year. It just, it just no one would have fathomed mm-hmm. that. However, to I, your I point, yeah, to, <laughs> to your point, um, at 2% every five years without any compounding, just that's a 10% growth on your property in every five years just as a conservative 2%. I think a crazier way to look at it, if you look at historic prices of most houses, every 12 to 15 years, it's almost doubled in price. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy, that's that's substantial growth. And if you can't get in the market, like if you get in the market at 19 years old, mm-hmm. by the time you're 30, you know when most people are just getting out there and all that and starting their careers, You've doubled your income almost, you know, or doubled your, your investment for it. That's a great way to do it. They say that in the, they say that in the market though too, right? Yeah. Ten years in the market, you should your money should double. So if you put 
ten thousand. Well, it's the rule of seventy-two you're talking about. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's called you, the rule of seventy-two. It's actually the, the factor is actually sixty-nine, but not many, not many. Uh, no, nothing perverted about <laughs> that, Collins. Yeah, but not that many, I didn't say nothing. Not, I just not thought about many, Dublin. Not that many numbers are divisible by sixty-nine, so they actually call the rule of seventy-two. And so basically what they do is they, you say whatever your interest rate is, the average interest rate per, per year. So if let's say I wanted 7.2% interest, right, on average every single year, yes, there's going to be peaks and valleys. You, div, you, div, you divide that into 72, you get 10, therefore your money should double in 10 years. So if you want 14, if you get 14.4%, your money should double within five years. And that's, that's how the rule of 72 works. Huh. Gotcha. So back to the Niagara Regional Housing Assistance Program. Yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, just on that point too, just because the government had made some other changes too about the RRSP, I don't know if they've actually went through and made I think the there's change. a lot of changes. Yeah, so those, 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 those are definitely, yeah, yeah, they they definitely have made those changes. Uh, again, most of them don't come out until later this fall at the earliest. And, you know, a lot of people, both real estate and mortgage professionals, knocked the CMHC uh, announcement, the government budget, I got to say, if if all we get from this is that more lenders will open up their doors to the down payment assistance program, because I've got a handful of them that'll do it right now. If we can get all of them on side with doing it, fantastic. That's going to give every single client more options when it comes to financing their mortgage. So that's what I'm hopeful for. I think yeah. what a lot of the realtors and the mortgage people are lobbying for right now is that 30-year amortization, right? Or a cap so, on, okay, the, on, so they're, CMHC, on the stress test. So I'll, I'll finish off kind of my piece by saying this. CMHC, there was an article published, they, they put out a stance on why the government had chose to do this mm-hmm. versus choosing to do a 30-year amortization, removing part of the stress test. And they punched in all the data into their model and they determined based on this new change with the CMHC incentive that we're going to have a 0.2 to 0.4% growth over above and beyond what we already have. Whereas if they change the stress test calculation or they introduced a 30-year amortization, we would all of a sudden have been in a situation where we would be up an additional 5 to 6% growth. So he didn't a growth again. that they did not want to have right now. We can't because, let's be honest, that's in addition to. So if we're already in a market that has 4 to 6% growth, do you really want it to be 9 to 12 I don't need to see my family anymore. I'll make that money. Okay. So, I want to anyways, see my family. that's that's <laughs> the way so I look. So it's a cooling market effect, basically. Why they not, have not a cooling market effect because this is definitely designed to stimulate. Correct. Right. Yeah. And yes, CMHC last year, if you sat in a conference with them, they did say that that's that they were they were certain that that was the route that the government was going to choose to go because it made the most sense. Did it make the most sense though? No, it does. Clearly, by them punching this data into their models, it would not have made the most sense because it would have caused an undue uh, stress on the market where values are going to start climbing. Hmm. Oh yeah, what? I forgot to tell you. If a phone starts ringing in the middle of this, we uh, we lose that camera feed. So that's okay. <laughs> you you have tried to final make thing to say about the Negro housing at the beginning. I apply for it ahead of time. Call way ahead me. Ahead of time, right? Uh, apparently, way ahead of time. Now, the you minute need... you start thinking about buying a house. Well, if you want to buy a house, it's got to be thirty plus days ahead right? of time before you start looking. Really? Yeah. Well, because you cannot have an offer 
on a property yet. It has to be dated after you get a conditional approval letter. Um, and be nice to your realtor. Don't make them show you houses 30 days ahead of time in that price point because those houses will not exist in 30 so, days. So, well, we're, at the end of the day, we're just going to have to to have the clients follow the new region yep. policy and, and give me a call and we'll talk about it and I'll give you, I'll send you the right, uh, right link for the application, start the process, and then we'll look at getting you pre-approved after. Perfect. Nice. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening. Uh, again, another longer episode, but hey, uh, we're... Uh, 23 minutes. Yeah. Oh, well, not quite because I started... Heated, a heated episode. Heated yeah. episode. Heated. But, uh, thanks very much, everyone, for listening and uh, look forward to your continued listens. Take care. Help us help you stay informed. Ciao. Out. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.